Water report, y'all. <laughs> well, welcome back to day two in a row. I'm sitting here with our favorite guest, J. Michael Burton. He's been gracious enough to grace me with his presence for a short, short podcast today. It's been a while. We did a podcast recording since the pandemic started, right, Mikey? Remember, no. we did one on Zoom, but it never published it. Oh, never published it. That's right. It yeah. was, we're gonna we're gonna look back at that at some point this yeah. week. Um, yeah. We made some predictions about how we thought this pandemic was going to go. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't do too good. I, I think our pandemic. I I had to go back and listen to it. I yeah. Think, I really thought it'd be over about June. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't uh, didn't quite go that well. No, but, no, no. Um, luckily, you've made it through unscathed so far, right? So far, so yeah. far. Yeah. And I know you were real worried because of Linda and, yeah. uh, and everything. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was worried about you guys, but I, I feel like you did the right well, thing. Well, you weren't to, to too precautions. worried. You weren't very worried because well, I didn't get any cookies. Well, Usually when you're worried about me, I get cookies. But no, I didn't get any cookies. You, again, you have to talk to my wife about that. That's a we'll, we'll pass well, that discussion uh, yeah, on for a later that's date. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess. So, uh, Mikey, um, been social distancing, keeping yourself at best home. I can. Yeah. Still yeah. making it to church, playing the drums. Yeah, I'm playing the drums. You're in that little glass box, though. You're right? in a little glass box or plexiglass box. Plexiglass box. And yeah, we social distance and wear a mask and all that. Do stuff. they make you wear a mask in the box? No. What was the story about that box again? What did the well, you know, the drums are loud. Right. You know, and so, and we have a pretty big sanctuary. It holds about 500, 450 people. But still, the drums can overpower well, you know, the, the band. You I know. mean, with the power that's Spe- yeah, behind the drummer. Especially when you got a, a, somebody like me. <clears throat> but anyway, so uh, about two or three years ago, three years ago, I don't know how long it's been, we got this plexiglass cage. That totally muffles it, and then you have to mic the drums and stuff. And so there's mics on each one of my drums, and there's also a mic overhead that picks up my cymbals. Right. And so uh, the worship minister came up to me, uh, Seth Lawson, and he said, Mike, he said, now, you know, this is our first Sunday, uh, you know, playing with you in the cage. And he said, you know, you've got that mic up there that picks up your your symbols, I said, yeah. He said, and you must be feeling pretty good. Like, yeah, oh yeah, said, it worked oh, great, yeah, right, boss? Yeah. And he said, you probably ought to be real careful about singing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I can't sing. He said, well, no, you can sing, but just really low. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm no Don Henley. You don't you know? think your your singing voice is no no no. Or, I'm no uh, Don Henley or Phil Collins or any of those kind of guys. Oh, so that's some interesting. References. I can't play like them either. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you've been going to church. You've been you've been getting about kind of adjusted and um, yeah doing doing okay. And you've been back at work for a few months yeah. now and yeah kind of yeah. you're part time now. Yeah. People ask about you all the time. Do they? Oh my god! I like Kelly's cousins will be like, "How's Mikey?" Like I, I'm like, "Well, I'm fine too." They don't care. They just well, want you to know, know how you are. I have made you famous. You know? Well, you, you know, know, but but I'm not getting any checks. Well, you know what? Today I I've, I'm gonna. Um, I'll look into it with the marketing in the accounting department for really? the podcast. I mean, you've got plenty of sponsors, right? 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Still working on that. Still working um, on that, yeah. It's funny that there aren't a lot of people coming out of the woodwork to sponsor a podcast that averages yeah, but, one episode per uh, decade. Yeah, but we could do them more often if it if the well, checks had come. You know, well, you we know, we do doing, one every day. We're. <laughs> <laughs> mercenary Mike Burton that's what they call him the uh we are in a um uh the second day of a stretch uh, as you know one of our office mates has uh yes. has uh gotten sick and is out of work I hear she's doing better yeah. but she's out of work and she's bored at the house as the kids are saying so we are trying to lighten her spirits with a little bit of podcast well, magic good. Good. Well, we want her to get well. Yeah, I don't. I know you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast because you don't listen to it unless you're on. Well, it. I didn't know there was one yesterday. Well, that's because you're not on social media. No. That's true. You don't have the Instagram. That's true. And I don't have the Facebook, so together we're just useless. But <laughs> the um, the podcast yesterday, I don't think went off very well. Um, it was just me rambling for a pro- protracted amount of time. Apparently, I used the word fodder. Multiple times, like fodder this, fodder that, mother fodder. I don't know what I said. <laughs> but at any rate, that was a real, it was a real stuck in someone's crawl, and they made a comment about it. That was the only feedback I got. Yeah. Um, I am planning on doing some, um, I have to fill the time with something, um, you know. So I'm, I'm coming up with some themes, some possible topics to talk about. And um, we talked in the podcast yesterday about residency and how big a role that plays in our jobs out here, mm-hmm. both as former residents here, but also as attendings who have worked with multiple classes of residents. Now, you've got to be getting up there. You've been here 20-something years total. Uh-huh. So you've had between five and eight residents per year that whole time. So you're getting up to... Like quite a few hundred residents that you you're trained. about the only resident I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's because you work here. <laughs> and Lynch, I remember him most That's of right. the time. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I, I was going over some of the resident. Um, I, I joke with them all the time about like, oh, you know, we're gonna do a, a podcast just about residency, and it'll only be interesting to people who I think have either taught these residents or um, have. Uh, gone through the residency program themselves. Uh, That being said, that only excludes about 40 other people in the whole world who might listen to this podcast. So if they're bored for one or two episodes, then so be it. (laughs) But um, I'm trying to come up with ways of ranking the residents. And I don't want to just do um, strictly uh, the residents that are, these are the absolute best residents um, or these are the worst residents. Um, overall, because that's a hard ranking. Because I mean, I'm already looking back, and I, I've been here ten years now. I'm at least at that's at least sixty plus residents that I've worked with, not counting the you know the ones we don't ever see, the family medicine residents and the internal yeah. medicine residents who uh, quote unquote rotate with us. <laughs> um, but the idea of um, the idea of um, ranking the residents by certain characteristics. So like the best resident at operating. Okay. That, that narrows it down. Cause there's a lot, like there's just like a, a few standout ones, a few that you just like all thumbs. And then a lot of people kind of in varying layers in the middle. So you can maybe make like a top three or four list on that. Sure. Um, I was trying to come up with some topics like resident, how you would rank them. And I, these are the ones that I've come up with so far. Okay. 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 Um, hands. Okay. Overall attitude. 
which I mean, that's like, there's like one or two good ones. And then everybody else is just a crap at it. <laughs> uh, cheerfulness. Again, there might be one or two that you could qualify as cheerful. And then everybody else is just dumped into the, like everyone else. Uh, interesting facts about them. Um, that one, I think there's a few people that have like a standout fact that aren't just like generic person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nicknames. Um, the, uh, that one I think we can get into today because some of those I think you might know, uh, medical knowledge, uh, funniest, most irritatable or, uh, most <laughs> troll worthy. And then, um, I have one listed that I just wrote shit talking. Um, <laughs> cause there have been some pretty good shit talking residents. Oh yeah. You know, um, yeah. there's some trash talk and there's some that, that are not afraid to give it back to us, which I, I actually kind of appreciate. Yeah. Um, the my my number one nickname that I've got on my list is biscuits. I don't know if you, do you remember the biscuit story. Mm-mm. When we were um, this was this was, gosh, this has probably been six or seven years ago now. This one sticks with me because it was hilarious because it couldn't have happened to a funnier resident, uh, Austin Ward. Do you remember Austin? Oh yeah, he's yeah. it's been a few years. He's a he was an excellent resident, and he's gonna die if he actually listens to this and hears me give him a compliment. So. I, I just I maybe I should warn him beforehand that but but Austin was one of my favorite residents to work with and uh, because of the shit talking factor like he would get so irritated and like oh come on Doctor Perry give me a break finally just once give me a yeah, break you know yeah, yeah. but um, we were um, making rounds in the morning and he and Doctor Victor had done a thoracotomy on some gentleman and um, they had done like a big Thor you probably had helped with it yeah. and. Um, a, like a lobe or something and the guy was a big old dude like you know 280 300 pounds like a big boy and yeah. um austin was real proud of himself because he did his little presentation at the bedside for the whole team and um as it sometimes goes the patient decided to throw a monkey wrench into it he said uh austin was like well this is you know dr victor so and so he's doing really well we got him up out of bed last night i walked with him in the hallway he, uh, his pain's under control and he's looking really good. And, uh, the guy like turns in the bed and looks up at Austin and then looks at Dr. Victor and he goes, well, I'll tell you what, Dr. Victor, you sure are feeding your boy well over here. <laughs> and, and he says, he, Austin kind of looks at him and he goes, what? And, and he says, whew. Old Biscuits over here doesn't miss a meal, does he? Y'all better get him one of them treadmills from the rehab unit. <laughs> and Austin's face just turned like bright red. He's just, and it's like, I think it's the first recorded patient nickname giving that I've ever, but it, from then on, it was like, okay, Biscuits. He would call in the middle of the night, uh, Dr. Perry, I've got a console. It'd be like, hold on, Biscuits, let me get out, let me wake up. And, uh, yeah. and <laughs> well, he, he, he was a good resident. And you know, I, I was running with him when I hurt my knee. Oh. Yeah. 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 So it was his fault. Yeah, it was his fault. He tried to take you out. <laughs> you were probably way faster than old biscuits. Well. Then the residents, you know, after he left, the the other residents uh, started calling him Fat Zach. Oh. Because, you know, he and Zach Warner were in the yeah. same class. Zach Warner's an attending at UK now, and they were in the same class of residents. So they called yeah. Zach Zach. Yeah. And they called Austin Fat Zach because they kind of looked alike. <laughs> when they operate, they a couple when they were senior residents, they operated together several times, and they did a couple open gallbladders, and they sent me pictures and oh, the two of them taking yeah. yeah yeah Zach and Fat Zach doing yeah. Mike Burton's favorite operation. <laughs> That's right. You know, I did an open gallbladder yesterday. Oh, you I did. helped Jim. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was kind of like man, I forgot how fun these are. Mm-hmm. I haven't done one in four or five years. They are fun. So, it, but I'm glad I know how to do them. 
Well, I'm glad you do too. You know, because there's not like if right now for like our junior residents, like I, I feel like we are one of the major sources of gallbladder surgery. Well, for no, them. no question. And about uh, and they don't get to see all as many open ones as no. they used to. And and our common ducks, you know. Oh yeah. So we did a lot of common. Used to do a lot of common ducks, and yeah, don't that's where you learned how to do them. Oh. Was here, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I think I did. I mean, aside from ones you do like during Whipples and stuff like that on those big like Sir John cases. Yeah. We didn't really do any open ones at no, UK during no. during my other rotations. It's not that not that they're not doing them. I'm sure that occasionally we'll have to do them. But yeah. It's just the way of the world these days. Like sure. it's kind of gone away most places. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that was the nickname. Best. I was the best story I could come up with on short notice <laughs> at poor Austin Ward's expense. But um, he deserves it. Couldn't yeah, have him he, do a better guy. He deserves guy. it. Yes, he does. He does. Um, yeah. The other nicknames are. Um, are not as good. We used to call one of them surgical robot because he would just follow follow instructions no matter what they were <laughs> to the letter without without pause or consideration. So that was always that was one. And then um, there's like a big bunch that they all they all will recognize. There was a lot of like uh, knuckleheads, uh, dipshit. There's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum or Tweedledee and Tweedle dipshit. Are you an epididymis? Yeah, or epididymis. You're on the ball. Yeah. I also refer to the residents a lot, a lot of times as just as the brain trust. You know, just, oh, we have to go talk to the brain trust and uh, figure out what's going on. It's all out of love, though. Oh, it's all out of love. Yeah. Everything's out of love. Yeah. So, um, so how have you done during the pandemic? Have you done good? Uh, yeah, I've done uh, I've done okay. You know, I was a little nervous at first. Um, obviously, worried about my mom and dad, and, you know, the um, you, the elderly people in my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mom. You're not elderly. Well, dad, I don't care. I am, huh? <laughs> um, you know, and, and obviously, uh, it didn't affect us as much from a, uh, like a school standpoint, we homeschool anyway. Um, and that's a whole nother topic. Um, but so our kids were already at home, so we didn't like, we were like, okay, everybody else gets to feel our pain now, um, that, that, (laughs) that we've been feeling for years, but, um, it did affect how we, you know, like, uh, our sanity of always being at home with just us and the kids not not being able to go do their stuff like gymnastics or golf lessons or um so it affected a lot of our home life from that standpoint but you know we've been safe and healthy and um everyone i've known that's gotten the coronavirus has luckily recovered well and um so i I feel like um it has been obviously a professional bother in that i haven't been busy but it hasn't been like it has been for like i mean i'm no healthcare hero right like i'm not out there saving lives every day trying to like you know keep people alive from coronavirus i'm just helping people remember to wash their hands at best you sure. know so yeah. um and you know and, and i mean like i said in, well if you had listened yesterday um to the episode <laughs> whatever it was um i'm not um i'm not going to talk about like a lot of the decisions made around the pandemic response and stuff it's too politically charged for a podcast like this um you know and, and people don't really want to hear my opinion anyway i'm sure no no I- <laughs> um so I, I just, I'm, I'm glad that we haven't been affected in the worst way possible. I'm hopeful that the end is, I mean, there's no end in sight, but it, that, that maybe things will start to normalize a little bit more. Yeah. Um, well, it's been tough. I mean, you know, it. I miss going out to eat at a restaurant. Yeah. I know you used to go to the movies a lot, right? Yeah, we used to go to the movies a lot, and, but I've been doing a lot of horseback riding. That's good. A lot of I horseback. did a lot of hunting this year. Yeah. Oh. A lot, a lot of, I mean, like, I'm talking like going out and like 
can we go hunt some field mice? We got something. Something's in season <laughs> right now. Like, right, I got to get out of the house, you know. But um, no, it has been good. I got a lot of work done on my farm this yeah. year, which yeah. was nice because yeah. um, I a lot of time that I wouldn't have had. So like we had big garden and didn't work out all that great. But and you know I've had all my little mishaps with all of my <laughs> farm yeah. machinery as you've heard before. But um, it, that's been one thing that 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 was like a real. You know that yeah. that really affected. Well, my my farming year has been a good year. My cattle did really, yeah, really so good. Said, yeah, they did good. good. I had two crops of them, and they did good. Awesome. And uh, we we tore some fence out and getting ready to put some more fence up. And so it's it's not been you know Lynn yeah. and I've stayed home and you have and, an auger. Yes, for your tractor. Yeah, do your own fence post then, huh? That's pretty sweet. Well, no, no, oh. no. This I'm gonna have done. No. Huh? Oh. Okay. My 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 fencing. I have a hard time getting it straight. <laughs> I've seen your incisions <laughs> and your closures, and they're pretty close to straight, Mikey. I don't know. Well, what's I, your problem. yeah, but I can must do be that. the scale of it. No, I've got a guy that that's gonna that'll fence for me. Okay. He, he he drives them, and he's he he knows how to do it. Okay. He does it for a living. Oh. Not like you, just not amateur like me. Fence, no, fence no, guy. and my fencing is not real good. Okay, I do some, but not very good. That's all right. Well, you know, nobody's okay. perfect. Yeah, nobody's perfect. But uh, it's been Linda and I've enjoyed being home and yeah. uh, watching movies and you know hanging out, hanging out. You yeah, know. she had a lot of things for me to do though. It's right. yeah. yeah. It's like a big honey do list yeah. at the house, right? Yeah, she never she never stops and just. Says, won't you just rest? Well, <laughs> you had your time to rest after your heart attack and your spleen yeah. injury and all yeah. your other stuff. So yeah. You're, yeah. you're good right now. Yeah, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. i tell you something else that was interesting is when I got furloughed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you're I mean like, you know, like on. I mean, I get this call from Thaddeus Cox says, uh, you're furloughed. Oh, okay. And I'd apply, you know, get the unemployment and stuff. Yeah. It was weird. You know, I'm just all always of a sudden, work. Yeah. No, it's I mean like a caged animal at home. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you know, and but you know it worked out. You know, I was furloughed to what June or July, I think. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tough sledding. So it was tough. Yeah, but I mean it was okay. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's I I it's it's one of those things like, um, you know we had to do it because we had to take all those precautions and everything. I understand all that. It's like. When everybody was furloughed, nothing was happening, and now we have coronavirus kind of all over the place more than ever, and nobody's nobody's furloughed. furloughed. Yeah, I I think it was just a uh, we have to do this because all these lockdowns were happening, and the business was gonna like the just we didn't see any patients. You know, we just Mm -hmm. made took call, and that was it. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was it was very weird. It was just a weird weird thing. The sad thing is that a lot of people haven't come back. You know, they've changed jobs and stuff. That's yeah. a sad thing. Yeah. I think, I mean, we have a pretty high turnover rate, not necessarily physician, but we have a high, like, you know, employee turnover rate. Yeah. All hospitals do, I think. Mm-hmm. There's always greener grass somewhere else or mm-hmm. bluer or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, so I think I think there was going to be a lot of turnover anyway. It just mm-hmm. kind of was like the the push yeah. that a lot of people, they're the, like the straw that a lot of that. Well, yeah, you know, I talked to Evan Moore today. I helped him do a case and... and uh, he said at St. Joe they have turnover in Central Baptist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, just like we do. Just the just the the it's name. It's just of the, the nature of the beast. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think you know cultural fit for people in different organizations, and yeah. not all hospitals are the same, despite having the word hospital in the front. And, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like like I was talking yesterday, or I don't know, I was telling somebody we were 
they were asking about some of the people, um, you know, that everybody wants to know is like, how's, how's Brandy doing with Dr. Burton back at work? Is she ripping his shirt off or anything? It's like, well, she don't work here anymore. And come to think of it, neither does anybody on that podcast <laughs> except me and you. <laughs> so like every single person there doesn't work here anymore. I just so. wonder if she's tore anybody else's shirt off. Not with, not with the same amount of aggression. I guarantee it. I guarantee. No, there's not a chance in, not a chance in hell. She, uh, boy, I, they tore my shirt all to pieces. I, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, shirt you may have just flexed, though. Well, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of muscle in there, you know, a lot of muscle, old muscle, but well. there's. <laughs> you're bad. They're bad. They're well, bad. I mean. <laughs> well, at any rate, I have to run to the operating room, Mikey. Okay. You need to get out of here and do your dictations and stuff for clinic. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, we'll uh, we'll have to continue this tomorrow. Listen for it tonight. I want to know for sure that you listen to the podcast today. Okay. And tomorrow I'll have another episode. I don't. Uh, you won't be here. It's a Saturday, so I'll probably just have to talk to the resident or something. But um, we'll try to get you. We'll probably have you back on if you're. Back well, I hope so. Monday I mean, Tuesday. I am. I I am the star. I'll get you on I mean, via I, Zoom I mean, or something. I'm the one that made you. Well, you, you know, wouldn't even have podcasts if it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, other people have these, right? Yeah, but but <laughs> <laughs> but not you. <laughs> But You're right. Just think, just think. It, at one time, first of all, this is how much I've meant to you. You come up here, you can't tie your shoes. I teach you how to tie your shoes. Like every time, every then week I, we do this podcast. Then I teach you how to operate. Yeah. You do. Now I've made you a podcast star. You're a star. Yes, yes, I know. I've, I'm, I'm expecting a teaching award. I mean, award you're right moment. up there with... Whoever else does podcasts. <laughs> Some of those other people with podcasts. Some of those other people. Yeah. Those guys. I mean, you know, they can't. They can't hang with this. I mean, that ought to be worth some cookies. Well, you know, I think that there might be sugar cookies in my refrigerator that my wife maybe made, but they're not those oatmeal cookies well, that you the like oatmeal so much. Oatmeal cookies are the cookies. Well, I'm gonna have We're her the listen best. to this episode. I mean, I'm I'm doing an advertise. She could sell. She could get rich selling those things. I'm gonna have a lot of requests now. She's gonna be mad. You'll at probably me. have thousands of them. Thousands of requests. Yeah, you know, you if, know, there's thousands. If of we people. even get like. I think we only need to have like 10 people listen to this episode, which is about my average for the last couple episodes. <laughs> but if only 10 people listen to this, I think we'll cross the 2,500 total listeners to my podcast. That's a lot. That's In a two lot. years, that's a lot of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's 18 months or something since the first one came out. I don't even uh, Is there anybody that rates them that could, that could cancel you? That could cancel me? Yeah. No. Like they do TV programs? Oh, no, no. This is free. You know, I don't make money. I I pay for this out of my own pocket and just for the enjoyment of others. Whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't paid your guests? Well, it's voluntary. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, I thought I was going to make some big money. Have have we not gone over this? (laughs) I feel like this is like a common theme of this podcast. The, um... If y'all want to, uh, uh, listeners out there, if you want to crowdsource, whatever, however that works, but basically if you want to send in some money <laughs> or some cookies to Mike Burton, you can um, send me a message on Instagram or uh, you can email me or text me. You guys all have my phone number because all 15 of you know me personally. But uh, let's all get together and see if we can't get a Christmas gift of some oatmeal cookies and some money. For Mike Burton, thousands okay. of dollars. Thousands, <laughs> that's all he. That's all he needs is thousands of bucks. Yeah, yeah. Load them up. No. Well, I've enjoyed. I always enjoy these. 
Well, you just don't ever ask me. I'm, I just haven't had the motivate. It's not that I don't have the time. You, you got to get motivated. It's not the time. It's not a motivation thing. It's the. Um, it's it is. It's a motivation. It's thing. A motivation. I, I have the time. I just don't want to do it. I, you know, and I talked about it yesterday. It was very hard at the beginning of the pandemic to think like, let's go and goof off for an hour and put this out here. This is what doctors are doing. They all expect each of us to be out there handbagging patients like a bunch of superheroes. Yeah. And I think, you know, and now I've just gotten tired of not, not doing it. So, and like I said yesterday, my uh, credit card was billed for the next year's worth of podcast hosting by the internet. So I have to do something with that. <laughs> I don't want to give up that 80 bucks. I or didn't realize you had to pay for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is all coming out of my pocket. You ought to be paying me. <laughs> yes. God. I'm sure and, on, I should. and on that note, I better get going because I think they're <laughs> have calling a good me day, the everybody. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>